We are all born with a purpose, yet identifying what that is can be very challenging. It can be even more challenging to find purpose in your business. So, is it possible to find purpose in your business and make profit at the same time? Not only is it possible, but a business led by purpose can be even more profitable than one that is simply led by profit. Join Robert Fukui as he explores how to be purpose-led and profitable while making a positive impact in your community. Hi, this is Robert Fukui, your host of the Purpose and Profitability podcast, where we believe that having a profitable, purpose-led business can lead to community transformation. So happy Monday once again, and I'm flying solo, obviously. Um, And this week I'm flying solo because I'm in Montana. Um, I'm actually... Uh, in the Crow Nation, it's one of the largest um, Indian reservations in the United States. It's actually the largest in the state of Montana. And by population, it's actually the um, um, second largest in the United States. And for those of you that saw my impromptu Facebook Live um, conversation yesterday, um, you'll, you'll know that that's what I mean, I'm here. And one of the reasons why I'm here, um, or the reason why, is why I'm here, is to help um, the local business community uh, or the local community start uh, businesses. We had about 20 um, potential startups within a, with a two-day workshop that we just completed yesterday. And um, But today and tomorrow, I'm going to be with the tribal leaders to help them build an economic development plan for the success and growth of their future, uh, of their near future. So I even had, um, you know, the workshop that we had over the weekend, even had a seven-year-old attend the workshop. And uh, he was already in business, basically. He's kind of the king of the neighborhood with his hot dog business. Uh, he sells hot dogs and soft drinks and, and popcorn. And uh, I think he's just killing it. And so uh, this weekend, we kind of taught him the, the art of uh, bundling uh, prices, you know, the kind of the value meal approach. So instead of just having a la carte prices, but actually having package prices as well to increase uh, the profits per sales transaction. So it was a real kick to have him in the group. And uh, he's... Basically, I think, I believe, uh, yeah, my youngest entrepreneur to date to, to help train. So had a lot of fun this weekend, and I'm really looking forward um, to later this morning as we um, start to work with the district leaders to develop an economic development plan. But today's topic is about the guaranteed way to gain capital for your business. Um, I probably shouldn't use that word guarantee because there's no guarantees, of course, but it makes a nice title, and hopefully it, it got some people to tune in, right? Um, so the reason why I picked this topic is um, because it's kind of fresh uh, from this weekend because a number of the startups talk about needing capital to start their business and I hear this all the time so whether they're in startup mode or the business has been around for over 20 years um, it's often an excuse for what I hear uh, why they don't move forward so the startup will say like this weekend I need capital to start my business otherwise I can't start it Uh, a business that's been around for a while that is looking to grow um, grow their business, uh, they often say, well, I need some capital, I need a loan, or I need, I need investors um, to, to get what I need to get, to get moving forward. So here's a surefire way to gain the capital that you need. Uh, it's basically already within you. In order for you to understand what I just said, you really need to understand the definition of the word capital. And capital comes from the Latin word caput, meaning head, or in reference to wealth, heads of cattle back in the early days, um, centuries ago. So in other words, capital is about the resources and the assets. It's not necessarily money. 
which is what most people refer to capital as. So even in modern times, really the definition, uh, most of the financial world um, uh, defines capital is really based on assets. Um, money sometimes is part of it, but it's the assets, the hard tangible assets like property and machinery, equipment, you know, those that's capital. But like I said, most people, when they use the word capital, they think about it as money. And so when uh, businesses or potential startups and entrepreneurs or whatever phase and business they're in, when they say they need capital, um, they're partly right. Uh, they think they need the money, but what they really need is the resources or assets that the money purchases. You see, money doesn't do anything. If you're looking to own a coffee shop, um, you can't make a cup of espresso, right? It's the machine. It's the espresso machine that does it. If you want to create an automobile a car company and want to start a manufacturing plant, the money doesn't build the cars, right? It gets you the assets you need to build the cars. So money only allows you to acquire those assets to start or grow your business. So the guaranteed way to get capital is basically by looking internally. You most likely have everything you need to get going. So what I encourage you to do right now or right after you listen to this podcast is just make a list of all the resources you have in your possession, like a computer, a smartphone, a car, whatever cash you do have in the bank account, a bedroom, a garage, a network of people you know, various professional, personal, and volunteer experiences you may have gained over the years, your own vision, drive for success, sales ability, you name it. Just make a list. So some of the assets are very tangible and physical, and some things are a little bit intangible, like your own abilities. But most likely, you have everything you need to get started or to grow. And the things you don't have, but you do need for your business, you may be able to trade for and or work for. So many successful corporations, such as Apple and Mattel, started without any quote-unquote capital, but utilized their existing capital of cash, family, a garage, their own vision, the sales ability, scraps of wood, etc. Um, they use all those things to produce the products they needed to make their first sale. Um, so, see, most people underestimate the capital that they already possess, and that includes their own ability. And it never fails when I have just like the group I had this weekend, I had people start making a list of all the capital they had and they usually get stuck at around five. <laughs> you know, they make a list and they have five things listed. And I said, okay, come on. Don't just think about the, um, the things that you have that uh, most likely applies to the business you want to start, but make a list of just anything at all, regardless if you think it's important or not. Because sometimes the most, um, sometimes sometimes the things that you feel are just unimportant or insignificant <clears throat> actually could be a key to starting the business, whether it's uh, something that you would trade for or something somebody already wants. So just make a list of everything that you own, and then um, and then also people. You know, what about the people that you know? Write an exhaustive list of the people that you know. Um, most of us, most businesses, not all businesses, need great connections. You need um, connections to certain decision makers to be able to pitch your product or to provide a service for it. And we all are only six degrees away from the people that we need to know, right? You ever play that game, six degrees of separation with that, was it uh, um, Kevin Bacon, six degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon? You know, the, the popular theory is that uh, 
we're only separated by six degrees to anyone in the world. So if you want to get in touch with somebody, you're only six degrees of separation away from being able to get to meet that person because somebody you know knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that knows the person that you need to know. So when, it, when you're talking about connections, write down everybody that you know because ultimately you are going to need connections to get, get started and also to um, take that next level of growth. Then reflect back on that list and get creative on how you can use what you have to take the next step. Uh, do this exercise. I do it all the time with my clients and startups. And most of the time they have and they realize they have everything they need to take that next step. So please do this um, today. I'm sure it's going to help. Um, thank you once again for listening to the Purpose and Profitability podcast. This is kind of a, a short one, but um, I'm, I'm sure that this is going to prove helpful for most of you. Uh, and if you have a business question or topic you'd like to hear more or more about in the future, uh, go ahead and email me at prosper at i61businessdevelopment.com. That's prosper at the letter I, the number 61 businessdevelopment.com or go to the Facebook page if you're not already on there, the Purpose and Profitability Facebook page where I do this uh, live on Facebook. Um, and then tune in next week as I go live again. Uh, and thank you again. This is Robert Fakui. And remember, purpose plus profit equals transformation. God bless everyone. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this podcast. For more information, please visit purposeandprofit.com.